New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever.
All right. How's it going, everybody? It is the Oswald.com NHL DFS strategy show. Had a little trouble there. Went to the wrong link, I guess. I don't know what I did wrong, but uh, looks like I'm live and in the at least somewhat correct spot. So uh, got that going for us there. Um, six games tonight. We won't talk showdown. The prizes are very, very soft. We'll have plenty of time to, uh, to talk showdown in future dates. I think we've got like a bunch of one and two game slates coming up in a couple weeks because they had to extend the regular season because a bunch of teams got COVID. Uh, as you know, if you've been playing NHL DFS uh, at all over the course of the season. Um, yeah, uh, at least you can't fire myself, Adam says in premium slack. That is true. Uh, I guess I could fire myself, but why would I want to do that? It's pretty good, pretty good life working here uh, at Osmo.com. Um, yeah, so six games for today. Uh, there is some news that's rolling in. So it feels like every time I've done one of these solo streams, there's been a bunch of late games, a uh, bunch of West Coast starts. Uh, so we got some news for the Sharks. We got some news for the abs that some people are sharing in Slack. So as always, the people in chat are going to uh, help me produce this show uh, when I'm on here by myself. Um, just right off the bat, we'll talk about last night uh, very briefly. Got these, you know, I'm trying to cut down the time of the show. I'll say that every single time and then we'll end up going pretty much the full hour. But I uh, just want to point out that we are sponsored by Jock Market. As you guys know, if you haven't checked them out, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. Uh, we're giving you, and they're giving you, a free 20 bucks when you deposit. So you use promo code OSMONHL20 for a $20 deposit bonus uh, when you sign up on Jock Market. You do it straight from your phone. Just go to the App Store, search Jock, J-O-C-K, Market, and it's M-K-T. I think if you type out Market, like how you normally spell market, it'll show up there for you. But download the app. Use promo code OSMONHL20. It's a $20 bonus on your first deposit. Gameplay is a little bit different than some of your other DFS sites, but it's kind of a combination between stocks and uh, fantasy sports. So pretty cool gameplay over there. I think you guys will enjoy it. And, uh, you know, if you don't want to stop playing the other sites, I'm not saying you got to do that, but I think you should give Jock Market a look. And uh, it's it's a newer gameplay, so those usually have the highest edges, and uh, you can buy and sell shares of players uh, during the game, um, and it's based on your own analysis. So you might be watching the game, and you can buy or sell some shares of players uh, in real time, and uh, it's even more immediate uh, um, gratification uh, than one-day fantasy sports. So go check out Jock Market. If you guys haven't, again, promo code NHL 20 If you ever need that promo code, when I'm on these solo streams, there's not much producing going on, so you'll just see it in the top right-hand corner. And uh, it's uh, it's been Osmo NHL 20 for quite a bit, so you're usually good with that. We've also got some other promo codes on the NBA uh, shows as well that are sponsored by Jock Market. So just want to make sure we point them out because they're helping us keep these shows free even when you just have to tolerate me. <clears throat> yeah, uh, haven't caught you in a minute. Jeremiah says, uh, miss you on the streams with Josh. Yeah, those were some fun times. That was right when the site started. So 
Uh, it's too bad we can't stream every day. I'm doing some other stuff uh, on the site. Josh is one of our main content guys, and Josh does a lot better job on the MLB shows than me anyway. So, um, yeah, I miss those streams too. It was very, very simple back then. Josh and I, every morning, I think it was 9 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock, uh, my time, and we would just talk about MLB for like an hour and a half. It was nice. Um, how the times have changed, but uh, they haven't changed that much because I'm still doing shows, uh, still doing some NHL shows. Cliffy and Josh doing some NF, uh, NHL shows as well. Um, talk quick about last night. Uh, if you weren't in Slack, it was, well, I mean, personally, it was a very successful night. Uh, I just basically had one lineup that went completely nuts. Um, so we can look at this. It was it was actually a lineup that I late swapped onto because I went back and looked. I don't I didn't upload this lineup. And so I think when when Florida changed their lines pregame, and if you're in the Slack chat, you saw that we were we were on that right away. They swapped to some really weird lines, and I think a lot of them I swapped to the third wheel because uh, it wasn't looking like like it was just looking to be a really low scoring slate. So I was like, whatever, I'll get the uh, even strike combos. Maybe some people won't have those. Um, and then I did do some of the, but I, I mean, I would have had to let leave on leave off a lot of salary. Um, and on some of my lineups that I could fit in like the power play stack, like you're seeing here with Bennett Huberto and Barkoff, even our boy Keith Yandel, who we're not super fond of, but he did me well last night. Uh, so it was just a four, three, one, three-man uh, Tampa one stack. I wasn't super high on them. I think I was actually below the field. I, I was probably closer to 10%. You see their ownerships here. They're mid-teens, upper-teens uh, for point. And then <clears throat> I think this lineup originally had Yossi in it, and I swapped Yossi down to Ellis, I think, to get in Barkoff because this was a Florida two. Um, so I did some global swaps, and then I hand-edited some of uh, – some of the rest of the lineups that I could that were leaving on like $2,500 and $3,000, um, which usually you don't really like to do. So uh, that was that, and it worked out uh, in a pretty big way for me. So that lineup actually had $500 uh, left over. I think I had some lineups like, yeah, $4,500. Like these are probably not lineups that I should really be playing too often. Um, I'm assuming a bunch of these – yeah, it looks like a bunch of these were Florida that I just global swapped to with the new combos. But um, you needed the power play stack, <clears throat> and uh, that was pretty much the end of it if you didn't have that. Uh, Slack updates can't guarantee you winning, but it sure helps to keep you from losing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's one of those things like I get saved a lot by Slack when I'm out or whatever, going to get some dinner, and I, I get a Slack alert. Uh, or just a Slack message when there's another couple games starting and, um, you know, there's a late scratch. Like, it's huge. You don't want to be taking zeros. So really hard to win when you take zeros. Um, you just got to, you know, if, if you can if you can be around to swap, I think it's still a pretty decent edge, especially on um, some slates like last night where things get a little bit weird uh, after lock. Um. <clears throat> I think that's pretty much it on last night. Uh, let's move it to tonight. 
Did I say six games? I think that's right. Main slate. I got the lineup builder. Yeah, okay. Uh, six games. Uh, if you guys want to check out ownership projections, I lied the other day, and uh, I said that NHL ownership projections were free, uh, and they're actually going to be free for today. So uh, the social guys uh, that decide that, they have a schedule for that. Uh, you know, They're helping me out because I, I lied the other day, and uh, now they're actually going to be free. Yeah, Ottawa-Vancouver is a 5.30 Eastern time start. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of weird start times coming up with all these makeup games. I don't exactly know what the method to the madness is, but, um, yeah, it's going to be some weird showdown. So if you like showdown, it's going to be a nice little stretch for you. Then we'll get some four and five gamers for the playoffs. And, um, you know, are they doing – they're doing 16 playoff teams this season. For some reason, I was thinking they were doing 24, but it's it's 16. So probably some three and four game slates, um, more so than five gamers for the first round or so. All right, we've got the Blues and the Wild. Feel free to drop any news that we get during the show. If you guys want to, we can talk about it in real time. Uh, 2.5 implied total for the Blues, three for the Wild. Probably going to be Bennington against Cam Talbot. Um in this one here, you got Erickson at Greenway, Felino, one of the best. I, I think probably the best shutdown line in the league. Um, and I think they're going to go up against O'Reilly, Shannon, Perron. Uh, so that pretty much wipes out St. Louis one for me. Not that I would really want to play him a ton anyways. Um, but, you know, going right into the teeth of what I think is the best shutdown line in the league. Uh, that's probably going to be a no-go for me. I think you're going to see Rask, uh, Kaprizov, and Zuccarello see St. Louis 2-3. and three. Same thing with Hartman, Fiala, and Marcus Johansson. And then that Minnesota 4, that isn't really a fourth line. They play a decent amount of minutes. Uh, you know, they'll get two, some mix of 2, 3, and 4 is how I have the line matching go, uh, going in this game. So I, I guess that makes it pretty easy for what I want to do. I'm not... I'm not crazy on the Minnesota side. Um, I really want to – this Kaprizov-Rask-Zuccarello line um, has really given me problems this season. I feel like I haven't really gotten them right too often. Um, and I think it's because their five-on-five five numbers aren't great, and they've been getting owned a lot, and they've been performing well. So that's not really a good combination of things for me. Usually they are on home ice here. They're going to get a better matchup. Uh, I doubt they're going to go up against O'Reilly, Shannon, Perron, uh, really at all. Um, going up against the weaker Bozak line, the weaker Robert Thomas line as well. Um, I think it's I think it's an okay spot for them. I am a little confused on the ownership we're showing for them though. Kaprizov is sixty nine hundred. I mean, okay, maybe maybe he's not super popular tonight, but I was thinking closer to ten percent for them. Um, if they're going to be two or three percent, then yeah, I'm in on some Minnesota one. But I think they're going to come up in our ownership projections by time um, by time we get to lock. So I'll I'll monitor them. But I kind of like St. Louis two going up against Minnesota one and Minnesota three. They both have pretty poor defensive numbers. Uh, you get Tarasenko and Schwartz, um, mostly Tarasenko for six K. It's a re- reasonably priced line. They're pretty low owned uh, as well. I would be surprised if they're higher owned than. Uh, 
the Kaprizov line for Minnesota, but uh, yeah, I've certainly been wrong before. So St. Louis two and Minnesota one, I have uh, some interest in. I don't think this is a game that has a lot of priorities for me. I will say uh, on the St. Louis side, it looks like they've got some reasonable defensemen tonight and Pareko is a game time decision. So that could make them a little bit tougher. You know, you'd probably downgrade Minnesota's forwards should Pareko play, even if he's not at hundred percent, he's better than uh, these other clowns that they've had to play recently with all their injuries. Never full stack. Minnesota, Dylan says, uh, there's always a third wheel. Yeah, there. I mean, and it stinks when the center is the third wheel, Rask, and he's on top power play uh, with Kaprizov. So it's like, can you really leave him off? I mean, yes, you can. I don't know. Like Fiala is a clear one on Minnesota three, and then Hartman and Johansson are very much secondary plays for me. So I think if you're one-offing Fiala, Absolutely. Playing on this third line, he's going to get good matchups. Um, he's still got very good rates, even though the, like, the line mates he's playing with aren't solid. Um, I still think you could play him as a one-off guy. Um, for uh, The blue line here, you got either Spurgeon with line one or Dumba if you wanted to go to that third line. Um, I like either of those guys as one-offs. I feel like I mentioned them every single time the wild plays but I I never have a very strong lean uh, on them just because uh, a bunch of these Minnesota defensemen are kind of the same. So I think, you know, maybe you get some Dumba. He's not on the top power play. Maybe that brings his ownership down. Uh, We've got him at 2% right now. I'm pretty comfortable playing some Dumba at 4,600 if he's not going to be owned. Uh, Goalies in this game, Talbot, 8,200. He's been seeing a lot of volume. Um, I mean, pretty good chance at a win. There's a low total against him, so I'm fine with some of him in Minnesota stacks, but I don't think he'd be a guy I'd want to one-off too often tonight. Uh, and then Bennington, um, 7,300. Like, he's in a he's at a good price point, and I suppose it is a uh, – I suppose it is a winnable game for the Blues here, but uh, I just don't really believe in him as a goalie. He's been one of the worst goalies in the NHL this season. Uh, Cliffy says, I think Minnesota one could be low owned. There are a ton of mid price lines tonight. San Jose one, Vegas two, Montreal two. Yeah. Yeah, true. And, um, I haven't, I haven't played too much around with line of construction. So, uh, I will need to like run on my lineups and then I'll update in Slack. Like if all of a sudden Minnesota one's my highest stone stack on the slate where I anticipate them being high for me, I'll, I'll let people know in Slack, but I don't anticipate this being a game that I'm super heavy on for skaters. Uh, I think my highest own line is probably going to be St. Louis too, but I don't even know if I'll get to double digits on them on a pretty short slate. Oh, let's, let's go to Toronto and Montreal. We've got a 3.2 implied total for the Leafs, 2.7 for the Canadians. Campbell and Jake Allen are your expected goalies. And, um, some big news in this one. We don't have it updated just yet. I'm a lineup builder, but Cole Caulfield. Is it Caulfield? Yeah, it's got to be Cofield. No, it's got to be Caulfield. Uh, I never know these guys or what they're about until they make it to the NHL. Um, so this guy, apparently very good player. Uh, I, I did look up his stats very quickly in college. I think he had like 52 points in 31 games. So, yeah, it's the college level, but uh, – it, it looks like 
he's potentially going to be a stud. Um, and he's playing actually with Toffoli and Suzuki. So they were skating together at morning skate. And I think, I can't remember if Armia was on with Tatar and Deneau, but uh, I want to play this Montreal too. And I know they're not going to be sneaky because, you know, anybody that, like, I, I even recognize this guy's name. Like, he's been a prospect. People have, there's been some buzz about um, since the college season ended. So um, he's up, he's playing on a good line. Suzuki Toffoli have been very good together. And uh, yeah, I'll be playing some Montreal too, for sure. Uh, not only because I think they're going to be a good trio, uh, but they get the less good Toronto line. Uh, they're not going to face off against Matthews, Marner, and Felino very often. I think you're going to see Deneau Tatar against uh, Matthews and Marner. So probably going to steer clear of Montreal 1 for the most part. Um, but yes, definitely in on Montreal 2. Uh, he won the Hobie Baker. Yeah, I'm terrible with the award names. I think that's like outstanding player in college, right? He set goal-scoring records for the U.S. national team, breaking Kessel and Kane's records. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, this guy seems to be pretty good. I never know how to project these guys. I think I talked about this on the um, on the stream on Monday. But, uh, you know, if you think I'm too low on him and you're using our projections, I would just give him a thumbs up in FC or give him a thumbs up in your head and uh, click him into some lineups because while – Maybe the people that are watching this and like some sharp players uh, are going to be on him. You don't know what the other people are doing. You don't know people that are making their own projections, these other pros that play other sports. You don't know if they're going to be very high on him. So uh, you might get him at a lower ownership. Or you might get Montreal 2 at a lower ownership than, um, than maybe what they should be. He's no Lucic. Well, Lucic used to be very good, right? Um, not so much anymore. He looks like he has the green light. All right, you guys are all saying good things about this guy. So, I like it. Uh, Lekkanen with – oh, okay. Lekkanen with uh, Deneau and Anderson. Uh, I would imagine that line goes up against uh, Toronto 1 then, right? Kakinyemi, Armia, Perry. Maybe they see some time against Toronto 1. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me that much. Uh, if you're looking to play Toronto, I think you can definitely play them. Montreal still one of the most penalized teams. In the NHL, it's Matthews. He's going to score. Does he score one? Does he score three? That's always the question. He is 9,200, and uh, you don't get Foligno on the top power play, but I'm fine playing Foligno with uh, Matthews and Marner. Uh, You can one-off Matthews, even though he's going to be popular. Like, I don't like – I don't love one-offing popular players on slates that are – uh, more than like three or four games, but like, he's just, he's probably going to score. Um, he does it most games. And if you can make the rest of your lineup work with three, two, one, by all means, get you some Matthews. I think I'm going to be pretty heavy on. So both second lines in this game, actually Tavares, Nylander, Galchenyuk, really good numbers at five on five so far for them. I'm hoping they are trading chances with Suzuki and to and Caulfield, uh, I do like the second line a lot. So if you can't get up to Matthews and Marner, I think you get a pretty good consolation with Tavares and Nylander. They're not going to probably play the 20-plus minutes that Matthews and Marner are going to get, but they're still going to be on the top power play. And uh, Galchenyuk is not too bad of a third wheel. So 
I believe in this Toronto second line. Uh, yeah, second lines in this one for me are the main targets. <clears throat> like I said, if you want to go Matthews, by all means, he's always a good play. Uh, like legitimately, almost always a good play. Um, in the same range as McDavid, McKinnon. Although we'll talk about McKinnon tonight. I don't know. He's he's probably still a fine play, but a pretty tough spot for him. So maybe you guys will convince me on what we should do with McKinnon tonight. Um, <clears throat> other things in this game. Uh, if you want to play Sherratt or Edmondson as a punt defenseman, they're both under 3K, probably a spot where they're going to be able to block some shots. So uh, if you're looking to, you know, just get that last guy in, I think either of those two guys are uh, are reasonable punts. Um, Morgan Riley, 4,900. His price has come. This is the first time I've seen Riley under 5K uh, in a while. So maybe put some back in range. You can play him with either Toronto 1 or Toronto 2. I don't think I would be looking to one-off him, though, at 4,900. Still not, still not cheap enough for a guy that's – He's hovering around 10 individual shot attempts per 60, which is okay. But um, when he's like, he's always popular with Toronto one uh, lineups and he'll probably be even more popular because you're getting two guys in the top power play in Toronto two as well. So he's a throw in that people like to go to. I think that's fine, but again, probably not one offing him tonight. All right. Let's go to – actually, do we have anything for goalies there? $7,500 Jake Allen. Yeah, I mean, the volume's going to be there, I would think. If they can stay out of the penalty box, Montreal is a good 5-on-5 five five team. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and so maybe you get some of that lower danger, uh, those lower danger shots, rather than power play shots from Matthews and Tavares and Nylander and Marner, uh, which could sink uh, Allen pretty quickly. Petrie Weber on the PP with Montreal too. Okay. Uh, that is good to know. Um, oh, okay. So these are flipped. All right. These will get updated. It's usually like right after the show or shortly after the show. Um, we get an update on the lineup builder with all the correct lines from morning skate or at least our best guess. Uh, yeah. Tavares and Elaine have been very good. That is true. I like them tonight a lot. Okay. Let's go to Edmonton. And Winnipeg, we've got a 3.1 implied total for the Oilers, 2.9 for the Jets. Mike Smith and Connor Hellebuck are your expected goalies here. Uh, another another McDavid slate. Um, same kind of thing with Matthews. If you want to play McDavid, 
by all means, go play yourself some Connor, uh, Connor McDavid. He's amazing. His line mates are cheap. If you full stack him, you're probably going to see some increased ownership on a guy like Dominic Cahoon because he's 2,600. Uh, I I think it's fine to full stack Edmonton one. Like I don't think Cahoon is Josh Archibald. I don't think he's like the biggest plug in the world. He played like 13 or 14 minutes last game. So could he get you an assist or could McDavid throw one in off his skate? Yes, he easily could do that. But um, like, I, I don't think he's the worst player in the world. Uh, and McDavid has definitely played with some worse players than Cahoon. So um, Edmonton one finds a full stack. They're going to get matched up against Shifley Cop and Mason Appleton. I actually kind of like Winnipeg one here. I we were clowning. I was clowning on them two nights ago in the same spot, and obviously it didn't work out for Winnipeg. Like they got crushed. They got McDavided, uh, like very very quickly into the game. He had a hat trick. Uh, like he's just he just had one of those games where he was unstoppable, and you know he's, he might do that again. But I I was encouraged from. The uh, the game reports on natural stat tricks, Shifley, Appleton, and Cop did generate a good amount of shots, um, scoring chances, all that stuff. And so, yes, McDavid's amazing at five on five offensively, but I think you can <clears throat> you can target against him defensively. Uh, so I'll be playing some Winnipeg one year, looking at their ownership. Let's see where we're at. Yeah, low low teens. It looks like. Um, I think that's about right, honestly. Uh, if you would ask me this two nights ago, maybe I maybe I would look to fade them, but I think I like Winnipeg one over Winnipeg two. We'll see if I end up looking very dumb uh, on that because I like Edmonton two, uh, and they're going to get Winnipeg two and Winnipeg three. Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, and Yamamoto. Uh, they like I said uh, a couple nights ago, they started off their sample this season pretty poorly. Um, but I think they're going to go back to being a very good five on five line. If McDavid is not on their line and everybody's got to focus on him. So uh, Dubois, Connor and Wheeler, uh, not a line I'm worried about. Certainly not any Blake Wheeler line this season. At least I like Edmonton two as a full stack over Edmonton one. Uh, if you can fit in McDavid uh, with Dry Soto, Nugent Hopkins, it gets very, very expensive very quickly. Tyson Berry's price is below 6K, though. So I, I think you actually can do it and make some lineups that um, probably don't have a large chance of being duped. And that's always the important thing when you're going with uh, the three stud forwards and Tyson Berry, because then your options are super, super limited after that. Nothing on the Edmonton three line, nothing really to note on Winnipeg three. Um, I guess if you wanted to go Stastny Perot, like go ahead. They're six K maybe not the worst line in the world. And they also get to go up against Edmonton three and Edmonton four. And I play just about anyone going up against them. So if you want to do a two man mini with those two for cheap, um, I don't think that's, that's a bad idea. Pionk 4,100 top power play duties. Um, He's cheap enough where I think you can one-off him, um, but I would obviously prefer to play him with some sort of Winnipeg power play stack or just Winnipeg one with Shifley and 
Appleton. <clears throat> Correlation for Edmonton is all screwed up, but you get yourself some Connor McDavid. Yeah, that's that's the problem when he's skating with uh, Puyarvi and Cahoon. Um, any word about Hellbuck? He's been pulled a lot recently. No, not really. He's got a pretty good track record of being a good goalie. These guys go through stretches like this. Um, I think Hellebuck's fine at 7,800. It's never fun to play a goalie against McDavid. But um, if if Winnipeg can stay out of the penalty box, which they have for the most part this season, they're one of the least penalized teams <clears throat> in the NHL. If they can stay out of the penalty box, I think he's going to see volume and uh, hopefully not a super uh, crazy amount of high danger volume, which is always the worry when you go up against Edmonton. Um, Morrissey, since he's not on power play one, he's probably out for me. Uh, not really interested in one-offing him. I guess he goes a little bit with the second line. They kind of split up their units, Connor on one unit, Shifley and Appleton and Stastny on the other. So uh, if you want to play Morrissey with line two, I suppose that's fine. Anything else in this game? Um, Sissimo's boy, Adam Larson. 3,100. I'm probably out on that. Uh, all right, let's go to the Avs and the Vegas Golden Knights. 2.7 implied total for the Avs, three for the Knights. Devin Dubnik, I've got penciled in, and Mark Andre Fleury. Now, we did have some lineup. Um, we did have some lineup updates actually right before I came on here. Avs lineup. Yeah, okay. Dubnik in that. Landis Gog, McKinnon, Burakovsky, Jost, Kadri, and Shushkin, Soderberg, Comfer, and Sherwood, O'Brien, Belmar, and Martin Cott. Uh, okay, so the only the difference here is Jost, Kadri, and Shushkin. Okay, so uh, Tyson Jost slots to. Um, Kadri's wing, Kadri back on what is line two. That means uh, he's not playing with a third wheel. I mean, Joe's maybe a third wheel. I mean, probably is, but uh, I, I do like Kadri and the Shushkin together. And I think Colorado, like, so I had Colorado two written down just because uh, they're going to get the weaker Vegas lines. Most importantly, most importantly, they're not going to face off against uh, Vegas one. That will be reserved for McKinnon and Co. And um, McKinnon is not even that low owned in the spot. Like this, these are two teams where like they both have a ton of offensive ability. They both have a ton of defensive ability. So it's one of those where um, you could see it going, you know, very close checking tight game, two, one type deal, three, one empty net, um, like more of a, more of a playoff atmosphere. Um or you could just see this going completely nuts and just the offensive talent takes over. So that brings me to ownership here. And I think it's pretty low, like too low of ownership on the Vegas side for both of the top two lines. Um, if Vegas one's going to be lower owned than Colorado one, I think that's a pretty easy choice for me. Um, you know, McKinnon, Landis Gog and Burakovsky don't have amazing numbers so far. Granted, they were up against uh, the O'Reilly line. That's a pretty tough matchup, but so is Stevenson, Pacioretty, and Stone. So I don't think things are really going to change that much for them at 5-on-5. Five five. 
they're obviously great on the power play and they're fully correlated. So I'm not trying to talk anyone out of Colorado one here. I'll crunch out a bunch of Colorado one lineups, but I, I think, I think a lot of them are going to get filtered out for me unless I'm just completely off base here. Um, so I, I don't see myself getting to the field on Colorado one. I do see myself getting to the field on Vegas one and Vegas two uh, and definitely Colorado too, because uh, we're showing under 2% ownership for Jost and Nishushkin and Kadri at just above 2%. So definitely interested in some Colorado too, assuming I'm getting the matchups correct here. Uh, I'll play, I'll play Vegas one pretty much any slate where it's six games and they're under 10% ownership. And I think we're about right on this ownership because Pacioretty's price is up there. Um, just got to make sure we have, yeah. Okay. This is DK pricing. All right. Sometimes I forget because when you reload the lineup builder, it defaults to FanDuel pricing. So got to, got to make sure that we're on DK pricing here, but um, yeah, I think, I think we're correct on the Vegas one ownership. I don't think they're going to be super highly owned. So I'm in on that for sure. Vegas two, uh, they're more, more uh, high paced than Vegas one. And they're going to get the better matchup. I think not that, any matchup against Colorado is elite, but it's good enough that I'll take some stabs at Vegas too at reasonably low ownership. We're seeing Riley Smith potentially back in the lineup. I haven't heard on Vegas morning skate today if they had one, but uh, if Smith is back, maybe some people are worried that he might miss. And so they'll see the day-to-day tag on the respective sites and go elsewhere. But uh, you know, it's one of those things where if he doesn't play, um, you probably you probably got enough swaps. There's still two more games after them that I haven't locked, so I'm not too worried about plugging in Smith. And if he's out, you know, try to get to Alex Tuck or uh, go to one of the later games. Jay Theodore, 6200, just playing amazing right now. Um, so I'm all over him in my Vegas one lineups. Uh, I like him as a one-off. I like Petrangelo a lot as a one-off for 5,500. And then Alec Martinez is more expensive than Petrangelo. Um, the ownership is going to be, you know, what separates them. Uh, Martinez is going to be a lot lower owned than Petrangelo. So maybe as a pivot, if you want to go to some Alec, Alec Martinez instead of uh, instead of Alex Petrangelo, uh, that's fine. But I, I do like Petrangelo straight up if the ownership doesn't matter, do that much on one of your defenseman spots. And then are people punting with Patty Nemeth tonight, 2,600? I think, I think there's some talk of that. Uh, He had like over 20 minutes, two games ago, last game, I think he was at closer to 16, 17. So whatever, if you want to punt with Nemeth uh, and you think he's going to play closer to 20 minutes, that's fine. Graves minutes have been down recently. So a little worry about him, but his price has also dropped 3,600 and he's definitely got higher upside than um, our boy Patrick Nemeth. And he's only a thousand bucks more. Uh, I think we're good on this game. Just actually just to recap, not as high on the field, not as high on Colorado one um, as the field tonight. So it's just a really tough five on five matchup. I'm a little worried with no Ranton in there that this line isn't quite the same, uh, but I'm definitely willing to get, uh, I got McDavided the other night. I'm willing to get McKinnon uh, tonight because it definitely could happen even in a tough spot.
Before we get to the next game, uh, just want to uh, remind everyone if you would like a shout out, uh, you know, if you have a screenshot you'd like to share with us, if you go to the Osmo Hall of Fame page, um, you can see that we've got screenshots from subscribers and uh, content people, and uh, we want to share yours as well. So if you use our tools and uh, you tag one of us, we'll alert the Osmo Hall of Fame account. It's just at Osmo uh, HOF Hall of Fame. And uh, we'll give you a shout out. And uh, it's pretty cool just to help build community and uh, help show you guys off because there's a lot of subscribers that are doing very well. And if you want to have, uh, if you want to, you know, be part of this, be part of the Slack chat, I think NHL Slack is the best, but I might be a little bit biased. Um, we've got packages for not only platinum, but sports specific packages. And I'm happy to help out. If, uh, if you guys got any questions, um, you can just go to Osmo.com slash join or just DM me um, on Twitter or uh, in Slack, I guess, if you've been in Slack before. But happy to help out and uh, pick a subscription that is right for you. Let's go to the Ducks and the Kings 2.4 implied total for the Ducks. 3.1 for the Kings. Probably, well, I thought it was going to be Gibson. Uh, was that last night or two nights ago? Well, it was Anthony Stolarz. So I've got Gibson very, very penciled in. Uh, I've got Quick penciled in as well. $8,300 Jonathan Quick. What a time to be alive. Is it um, 2014 already for Jonathan Quick? I don't know, but I actually, I really like the Kings here. Uh, famous last words. like the, it, it just never works out with the Kings, it feels like. I just... Man, I, I I I do like the spot, but I just I just know how it goes with the LA Kings. They just constantly let down in these good spots. Um, I don't think it could really be much better of a spot for uh, LA one here. They're fully correlated. They're pretty cheap. They're not that highly owned. Um, we're showing only one of the three guys with above ten percent ownership. So sign me up for some LA one. Uh. They're going to go up against Lundstrom, uh, Comtois, and Raquel, which decent line offensively in terms of generating chances. Uh, they're just bad defensively. And so Kopitar, I think, is going to run them over. They did a good job running them over two nights ago. They just didn't get the results. Uh, they're probably not the best finishing line, but you don't really have to be against uh, against the Ducks here. And if it's not Gibson, I mean, even better for the Kings. Uh, I also like the second line. Uh, wait, I'm not seeing – I actually haven't heard any news on the Kings. Is Lazat out? Looks like he's not on the lineup builder. So, anyways, doesn't really matter. I like I like LA too as well. Whatever it ends up being, Velarde, Wagner, and at the Masiu. I'll play them for free basically against the Getzlaff line or Steele, uh, Jones, and Terry. Um, so I do like the LA side here. Not saying you should Josh stack them. Uh, I actually think that's probably a pretty bad idea. They're not the highest upside offense. And they're kind of too cheap to really need to Josh stack. So I think you just pick between one of the top two lines. Obviously, I like LA one better than LA two, but I think it is a really good spot for some of the depth on this LA side. Cliffy says, watching other people break down uh, Anaheim uh, LA Kings games turning into a real joy for me. Yeah, never fun to break down these two teams. But 
and it's it's even less fun when you're on one of the teams and you have to get on and say that that you like LA one. Um, so we'll see if they end up being like the chalk filler, but for now it looks pretty good to me and I'm kind of all over it. So hopefully it's still ours and, uh, and then we can get an upside performance here from the Kings defenseman. It's just Dowdy. I think for me on, on the King side, uh, on the duck side, Fleury's still min salary, 2,500 bucks. I'm in for some of that. Same thing with Drysdale. Uh, 3,100 as well. Um, so just that top pairing there for the Ducks, probably going to get around 20 minutes. Uh, they're like, it seems like their ice time fluctuates a lot. So maybe you don't get quite to 20, but they're all dirt cheap. Uh, last game of the night, we've got the Coyotes and the Sharks 2.8 implied total for the Yotes, 2.7 for the Sharks, and uh, it's going to be Kemper. Likely against the coroner, Joseph Coronar or coroner, however you would like to pronounce his name. I mean, so the lines on the screen are not updated just yet. Again, we'll get to these uh, as the day goes on. Here were the lines earlier today in Sharks practice. Barabanov, uh, Hurdle, and Kane. So that's correct on the lineup builder. And then after that, uh, they did some swapping. Logan Couture with Balsares and John Leonard. LeBanc with True and Gregor. Timo Meyer with Marlowe and Blickfield. Uh, so there you go. Timo Meyer playing with 65-year-old Patrick Marlowe. I, I don't know why, uh, but you basically can't really play Timo Meyer tonight, unfortunately. If he was with Couture, I think that you definitely could. People were talking about him as a cash play. Uh, I think I would agree with that. But he's just you just can't have any confidence that he's going to play with anyone decent, uh, at least in this decade. Um, now, Hurdle, Kane, Barabanov, I, I really, really like them as a full stack. They're going to be look. They're going to be pretty popular, I would think. We're showing just under 20% on Hurdle and Kane. Uh, I think that's about right. Barabanov, probably going to have about half of that. He'll get left off a bunch. I think you can leave him off. I think you don't have to. You could go Couture, Hurdle, and Evander Kane, plus one of the defensemen. That's another thing I like to do uh, on the Sharks tonight. This game exploded the other night. Um, but since we don't have we don't have a really strong second line, or actually – I think the I think Couture is still going to match up with Schmaltz, Bunting, and Keller, and you take off Timo Meyer on that line. I'm willing to take some stabs at Arizona one here. Their prices come down. I'm I'm not really sure why, but they're going to be popular, and so they're you know the twelve five to full stack, which is kind of crazy. Uh, they shouldn't be that cheap. So if you want to go to Arizona one, that's fine. I'll have some Arizona one for sure. I, I want pieces of a lot of things in this game, but I also like uh, Arizona too. They've got really good numbers at five on five and they're about a third of the ownership of, um, of Arizona one right now on our ownership projections. Again, those are free. If anybody wants to check those out, Nightbot should be uh, giving you the goods there. Um, oh yeah. Josh stack is six skaters from one team uh, on DraftKings. You can't do that on FanDuel, but you can do it on DraftKings. Um. 
Where was I at? Oh, yeah. Arizona, too. They're also dirt cheap and just good five-on-five five numbers. I'm willing to I'm willing to you know take chances on lines, even in small samples. If they've got really good numbers, it could just be a matter of uh, a few good matchups in a row or just complete randomness. But, uh, you know, we're still talking about the Sharks here. Talking about Marty Jones' backup, uh, the coroner. Um, so I'll be on some of the Arizona side as well. But my favorite line here is San Jose – to the hurdle Kane Barabanov line. It's just, it's just not any sort of secret because of what the sharks did. Like you're, you're not going to get split ownership on the top two lines anymore because um, they ruined the rest of their line. So there's a clear number one for the sharks, but it's going to be everyone's clear. Number one, I am on Carlson. I am on uh, Brent Burns to some extent, but uh, I think, I think I'm going to have more Carlson tonight. And then Chikrin, this guy, I think I said it the other day, but like, He's going to be – he was low-owned. He did have tournament-winning upside, and he did win some tournaments for our boy. The whistles go woo. Um, actually, I don't know if he won that night, but uh, if not, I know he had some chicken in the util spot. So uh, I don't know which defenseman is going to score 40 points tonight, but I hope I have them locked in my utility spot like uh, our new favorite guy, Goligoski is also on the top power play as well. Huge price difference between those two guys, 2800 bucks on DraftKings. Obviously, try to get to Chikrin if you can, if you're stacking Arizona 1. But uh, Goligoski's fine as well for 3600 More of a shot-blocking guy, not really peripherals. He would just be a guy that I would include in the Arizona 1 stacks if you need to make a cheap three-man forward stack uh, a little bit cheaper. But I think that's all I've got. Uh, on this game, I'm just I'm kind of fed up with the Sharks. Just terrible, terrible job putting together their lines outside of the one um, that everyone's going to play. So the way I'll try to differentiate is doing a little bit of power play stacking with Couture, Hurdle, Kane, and uh, and one of the defensemen if you want to go the four-man Sharks stack. And then I think you can play either goalie in this game as well. Low totals against not the best uh, scoring teams on either side. And uh, you could see this game tightening up a little bit after the uh, the goal fest two nights ago. Chikrin, wildly underpriced on FanDuel literally, literally every night. Yeah, he – I mean, he – I think on FanDuel, last time I played was a couple weeks ago. I think he, he was like 4,800 or 5K, which is crazy. Like, he, he shouldn't – this entire season, he probably shouldn't have ever been under 5K. It's the shark tank for a reason. Yeah, you're not kidding. They're actively trying to lose games with these line combinations. Um, oh, hat trick pick. Yeah, feel free to drop your guys in chat if you would like. I am going to go. Let's see here. I thought I had one queued up, but yeah, okay. Uh, I will take William Nylander. That's my hat trick pick. 6200 bucks. For Bill Nylander, uh, I think you know Toffoli is a pretty good candidate as well. I, I I just feel like there's gonna be a lot of goals in this game, Toronto and Montreal, which isn't a super hot take. I think it's the second highest totals game on the slate, but um, I do like this game a lot. Both second lines, and then <laughs> that's even before we get to Matthews and Marner. So there you go. Uh, Cliffy's got Fiala. Ooh, 
$6,500 Fiala on the third line. That's that's going to be pretty low. That's a it's a spicy call there from Cliffy. So a good one nonetheless. Uh, all right, I'm going to get out of here. If you guys could, drop a like on the way out. If you're not subscribed to the channel, uh, again, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, subscribe to the channel because it's only going to help you out. You'll see when we go live for not only NHL but NBA shows, uh, PGA. We've got Live Before Lock coming on for PGA. Uh, tonight, we've got a couple hours of MLB and NBA coverage as well. And uh, a bunch more stuff to come. MMA. Uh, there's just We've got pretty much every sport that there's DFS for. If you haven't checked out Jock Market just yet, promo code Osmo NHL 20 will give you a $20 deposit on your first uh, deposit bonus on your first deposit. So go check them out if you haven't. And uh, thanks to them for sponsoring the show. Cliffy and Josh will be back tomorrow. Good luck until then. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all love the low country lifestyle, which is why we should do our best to protect it. To get insurance that helps you protect your home from whatever the low country throws at you, contact CT Lowndes and Company today. Their local agents can review your coverage to help make sure you're properly protected. CT Lowndes and Company has been helping protect and insuring the low country since 1850. Visit ctlowndes.com to learn more and request a quote. That's ctlowndes.com.